1: Uh, Earlier this week, Monday, the President of the United States signed an executive order that uh, puts in some pretty strict restrictions on the government using commercial spyware. The concern here is the use of this technology could expose us, you and I, and journalists and political opponents and all, all kinds of different people, to counterintelligence or this technology could be end up, you know, being used by foreign governments, right? So, uh yesterday it was announced that Canada and nine other countries are joining the US in taking this step to restrict the way that they use it. Yes, how they use it. We'll find out how that translates into safety for all of us in just a minute. But da- joining us to talk about this is David Shipley, the CEO of on Security. David, thanks for joining us. Always appreciate your time.
0: No worries. Happy to
1: chat. Let's start with the technology itself. When we talk about this spyware that was mentioned this week and these countries have agreed to take some steps on, um, where does... Um, what are do we talking about? What kind of technology are we talking about specifically? <laughs>
0: So we're talking about the the collection and use of previously unknown vulnerabilities in iPhone and Android phones that can be infected by even just sending a text message. Just knowing the phone number, um, for example, the Pegasus group, um, uh, Pegasus malware operated by the NSO group out of Israel. All they needed to have was your phone number. They could send you the message, and they had complete control over your phone. Even iOS and Android were found to have various vulnerabilities to this um, uh, kind of malware that allow for tracking the gps call recording capturing data keystrokes you name the nightmare they could do it now what's important to note about this agreement is it is not an agreement by our spy agencies to not use these tools it is an agreement to say we won't buy your tools if you're a vendor that sells to us and to authoritarian regimes so it's a really important distinction
1: how do, are the, now, first of all, do we have examples of this being used incorrectly, inappropriately, maliciously? What do we know about how this technology can and has been used before?
0: Uh, it was used against uh, the Washington Post journal, journalist Jamal Khashoggi to lure him into his death uh, by the Saudi regime. Um, so they, they got them all around his phone, they tracked him, they lured him to an embassy and then they they butchered him and they killed him um, brutally. Um, so that's probably the most Sort of visceral examples. We have examples in Europe of uh, it being used to monitor activists, journalists in uh, in uh, in Spain um, by by you know a democracy. Um, we have its use by all kinds of authoritarian regimes, provided by various vendors. I mean, this stuff has gotten people killed, um, and it's they make a lot of money selling this to um, Western intelligence agencies that should, you know, perhaps not be making that money uh, and selling it to regimes that are violating human rights. Okay, so
1: help me understand here. What are the restrictions that are being put in by these countries? What are they talking about? Basically, it's limiting how they use it, right?
0: Well, no, no. So this is the important part. They're not saying that. They are saying they won't buy from you. If you are caught selling these things to others, that okay. it's can be used to commit these abuses. It's, it's a really important distinction because there is a, I, I would not believe them if they said they were going to remove this right. capability uh, from them. And, and the RCMP, by the way, has been using tools like this since 2002. Um, and I, I'm not necessarily opposed to the use of these tools by police and intelligence agencies when there is proper civilian oversight and particularly in policing when there is judicial approval for it. There was a major drug bust in New Brunswick where they compromised an informant and they got him to issue compromised blackberries to all his drug dealer friends and said, No, no, the cops got modern day communications <laughs> and rolled them all into it. And I have no bones with that yeah. whatsoever. That's legitimate policing. Um and so so there are legitimate purposes, again Within Western agencies that are properly regulated, I, I do like this move to say you cannot be the digital arms dealer selling this incredibly powerful and potentially destructive technology to anybody. How effective
1: do you think it'll be? I mean, like you say, if, if you're caught selling this, um, you know, we won't be dealing with you, and if you get cut out of primarily the U.S. market and these other ten countries, we're talking about some big countries that have signed on here. I mean, obviously, that's going to make that's a major consideration, but. I mean, these companies, a lot of this stuff's probably done behind closed doors, backroom stuff. I mean, it's not like they publicly announce, hey, we've just installed our spyware with this government or that government, right?
0: <laughs> no, they're not. They're not publishing. Exactly. About their ability ready to do sales. But the problem is, eventually, it does come out. I yeah. mean, you're talking about company, countries that run the Five Eyes. We're going to figure out who you're selling to. Um, so they're forcing the, the digital arms dealers to, to go above board. Which which is which is a positive. Um, it's it's also really important that if there's a common set of this these kind of tools that are used around there, and if North Korea is buying it as well as the United States is buying it, North Korea may also figure out ways of tracking who the Americans are spying on. So so you know, uh, getting out of this common market for spying tools is makes intelligent sense.
1: Where does this technology come from? Is I mean, are, are these American, Canadian firms? Are these overseas? Like, who are we, I mean, without, you know, being specific, who are we looking at here that's developing this tech?
0: Well, you know, the credit where credit is due or discredit where discredit is due, um, the, the Israeli cybersecurity industry leads the world on the absolute leading edge of all things digital, and they have, done a phenomenal job developing um, some of these technologies. So they're the world leaders. We have seen also companies coming out of the EU and the United States. I'm not aware of any Canadian firms that have engaged in the spyware um, business. And by the way, for listeners, I'm making a distinction between government-class spying tools and a whole other creepy industry known as stalkerware, which which are much less sophisticated. But these are the tools you see with those creepy ads to Track yeah. your uh, potential cheating partner, spouse, etc. Right. <laughs> uh, think of those as being like the 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 Russian Lada version compared to a Lamborghini of spying tools. Um, so, so that that that's kind of the lay of the land.
1: You and I have talked about this before when it comes to security around technology. And I, the question I always have is: once you've opened the barn door and the horse runs out, it's really tough to get it back in. Sometimes, and I think, I mean, this step, like you say, I mean, you're talking about money, and that often is what will tip the scales. Do you think effectively? this will um this will put an end i mean not an end but will this drastically limit some of the concerns that canada and the u.s and the rest of this group has will this be effective
0: well i i i think it will it will cause them to have their set of tools and authoritarian regimes will have a different set of tools now what's interesting is who knows which tools end up being better um and who makes more money selling to which side because you know, essentially they just increase the cost of these tools as well. So, you know, these are basic sort of economics and market dynamics. If I used to sell to everybody and now I can only sell to one side or the other, now they're in a bidding war for it. So there are unintended consequences of the decision, which I still think are worth the consequences considering the ethical um elements we've 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 covered already um but it, it by no means means that the uh, the spying of people by governments is over today and peace on earth like oh no the game continues
1: <laughs> yeah exactly um david as always thank you so much for your time i appreciate you being here